The placement of my wig is, it doesn't feel comfortable on this side. Ow. Wig, did you just say wig? Yes. I know, wig, I feel that already. Hey girl, you're listening to My Wig. The show where two gays talk about the things that turn their hairlines into wear lines. I'm Isaac. And I'm Adriana. I hope you're not too attached to that wig, hunty. Because she's about to get glued down, go to Pride, and get ripped right the fuck off. Snatched. Well, that too. How are you doing today? I'm tan. I'm tired. Yeah, you look you look very tan today. Mm-hmm. You look like a you look like she a, was on the beach. You look like RuPaul right now. <laughs> Just like a leather out I'm of date. Leathery. Oh, girl. I'm not out of date. Let's take a look at those. Let's take a look at those crow's feet underneath your eyes right now. <laughs> no, um. I've had enough of you, you beast. Beast. <laughs> How dare you? Let's not talk about what we don't want to talk about. <laughs> you saw the you saw the New York and Hottie version of that, right? Yes, I yeah. did. I'm I'm so mad that we put that episode out before that got discovered. Uh, we should have done it ourselves. We should have. Um. I'm yeah. Paying for this cash credit. <laughs> what, is, what is it? Beyonce. Beyonce. You look like Louis Vuitton dress. <laughs> those those things are the best thing I've ever seen. I've seen as of like the past couple of months. It's, it's hysterical. It's just one of those things that like only a select, only fans a, only a select few people like in our like of, like our generation is the only generation that will ever find that funny. You show that to my parents. My they will be like they'll be like, what's what going on? Yeah. Why are we laughing at people whispering? They won't get what, they won't get what ASMR is or anything. Yeah. Although my mom does like that one. Um, that's my opinion video where the faces get all like weird like that's my opinion i've never seen that one oh, i'll have to show you that one all right it's one of her favorites um all right so pride w- in, was in new york city mm-hmm. this it's past now weekend. july the gays don't exist anymore yeah gays don't exist gays are canceled <laughs> yeah we'll be back next june mm-hmm. but um we uh spent pride away from each other yeah we were separated uh yeah because some of because you had some of us had friends that had uh beach places on fire island that only invited some of our friends we didn't have a beach place we had a hotel oh you're at the uh you're at the uh pals the pines oh you're at the pines Mm -hmm. oh you were even one of those gays Mm -hmm. never yeah you never struck me as one of those gays well here i am oh did you go to sip and twirl did you go to i did did you go to all the afties did you go to uh there weren't a lot of afties because there was um, nobody pri- there. Oh, true. You're right. I never Everybody thought about was that. on. Yeah, that's why we went. Oh yeah, it's also that's actually kind of funny because uh, Fire Island does their own Pride celebration like the week before Pride, so mm-hmm. like all the gays are out there, and then like that's it. Although you picked probably because um, Fourth of July weekend is also when they do the invasion, so you missed it. Yeah, let me tell you. I spent the entire weekend looking for any sort of daddy. I only found a couple, and I did have some fun, but. I didn't find, like, the super muscle daddy that I usually go for. That, like, was on, like, that usually goes to the pines. So, (laughs) we're sitting there waiting for the ferry to come take us back to the mainland. And a ferry pulls up, and it's just, like, all these hot daddies getting off. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I felt disrespected. (laughs) I felt attacked, abused. Um they were so, and they were like already shirtless, and they were like, yeah, yeah. All the gays that were at Pride, yeah, that decided to go to Fire Island to relax, yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, gang early, the gang that early for Fourth of July, yeah. Uh, Who ordered all all this damn meat? <laughs> Who's paying for all this meat? I know you got big meat for me. <laughs> Ew, no. Um, okay, Chi-Chi. but anyway, no, I. I really don't like going over to the Pines that much just because I feel like there's not as much to do unless you know everyone there. And I don't know everyone there. 
Mm. So I'm very much like, I like to go over to Cherry's. I like to hang out with the girls. I like to sit by the pool. I mean, like, Pines is okay if you have, like, a group. Yeah, and there were, like, 15 of us. I rest my case. Yeah, we were I fine. rest my case. Yeah, and you guys were clearly fine. I think the only time I've ever gone to the Pines is when I was, like, staying with, like, one of my friends that was, like, like they, they knew what to do and where to go. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, there's only one place to go out there, and that's Sip and Twirl. We should tell the people who don't know what Fire Island is what Fire Island is. Okay, so for the, the three of you that discovered our podcast by accident, I don't know what's going on. Hi, Hello I'm a woman. Cambodia. <laughs> Uh, Fire Island is an island right off a really tiny strip of land off the coast of Long Island um, where basically it's like a gay mecca. Mm -hmm. Um, The island has two main entrances and two main sides essentially that are separated by um, a long sandy strip um, and one settlement is called Cherry Grove. And one uh, settlement is called uh, the Pines. Mm -hmm. Now, Cherry Grove is where a lot of like the classically gay things are. Like they have like the drag shows. They have like the the million bars that are like all like ran by like the same three people. Mm -hmm. The Ice Uh, Palace, the Ice Palace, Cherries of the Bay. Well, the underwear party moves around. But anyway, um, a lot of a lot of uh, the older gays go there. Um, a lot of uh, lesbians are there. It's very much like a like a melting pot. Mm-hmm. The Pines is a lot, um, shall we say, more state of the art in terms of the houses that you're staying in. Um, however, it's a lot of the you know like the the cis white muscular gays that go there that like have like the marketing job that like you know get type off mm-hmm. or they uh, and they all go to like one bar. At a time, like all of them go to, there's like three bars at uh, at the Pines, and they all go like in a group, and they all go like clockwork, mm-hmm. and they have like like the tea dance, they have like like the dance parties, and they don't have really drag out there, but they have like a lot of parties mm-hmm. and a lot of house parties. There were there was a um, musical Mondays drag sort of thing. Yeah, that that I knew that they had. Well, <laughs> talk to me about how no one in your group knew. That, that Liza was Judy Garland's daughter. I knew. The whole joke was that somebody else had previously said they just figured it out. So when Liza popped up on the screen, I was like, whose daughter is this again? Barbara Streisand. <laughs> uh, that w- well, okay, so you had me worried when you told me that. But of course I fucking know who Liza Minnelli's mother is. I'm a homosexual. Well, stop some of them. But um, no, so that was what Isaac was doing. I was... Um, in Manhattan, in the in, well, actually no, I was in um, Atlantic City for, let's see, Thursday through Saturday. I was there for the Hard Rock anniversary because the Hard Rock uh, Hotel and Casino turned one. Apparently, <laughs> it, it was brand new. Great. I got to experience uh, Atlantic City when it wasn't a decrepit shell mm-hmm. because apparently it's a really big beach town, and I kind of saw that. But it's like a beach town for straight people, so yeah. like it was a lot of like EDM DJs and a lot of like uh, uh like. There was a there was a carnival. There was like a lot of casinos. I don't gamble, so I was very much like, okay, like gonna sit in my hotel room. I hit up that carnival. I love oh, it. oh, I I did. I, I love did. a ride. I know you do. I know you. Do. Speaking of ride, I hooked up with a man named Barnaby when I was there. And I'm, stri- sorry, I'm sorry, I wasn't there to stop that. Yeah, I, I posted. I posted in our little group uh, saying, "Friends don't let friends hook up with someone named Barnaby." And then I posted, uh, edited a couple hours later saying, "I guess I don't have friends because <laughs> it happened." Um, he was. Uh, tall australian glass of water he looked and tasted like an abercrombie model and did it he was... go down under no he did he didn't mate he didn't, <laughs> he didn't... <laughs> no 
He didn't crack a fatty. No, okay. Dude. Crikey, that's smooth. Oh, God. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> no, he was actually really nice. Um, and it turns out he lives, like, right near her. So I'm going to actually make sure that he becomes my friend because um, I thought that would make a lot more of a slurping sound than it did. I'm, slip- I'm slipping she took on a, a big slurp of her. Frozen you- lemonade. Ooh. Frozen lemonade. I th- you remember when Dunkin' Donuts used to call their, uh, like, the frozen lemonade the lemonade culotta? Mm-hmm. And I, I used to, like, drink those through, like, an IV. I was so hooked on those. I'm sure there's <sighs> somebody named Lemonade Kulava as a drag name. Please welcome to the stage. Lemonade Kulata. Lemonade it's Kulata. Oh, Kulata. And it's, like, a capital T because it's math. Um, so <laughs> that's the new That's the new looking to party with Kulata. <laughs> 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 okay, so we had um so after that I was at Webster Hall for uh Ty Sunderland's uh Devil's Playground mm-hmm. which was the most magical experience of my life. Mm-hmm. I, I so I wasn't booked that much for Pride this year. I don't know why, but for some reason I wasn't really like featured at all like the corporate events. Um people book me. Uh my <laughs> my Venmo is no. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, Ty Sunderland had me out, and it was the most fun. Uh, we were doing like a little mini drag show downstairs, and then on the main stage, we had like Aquaria. We had Kim Petrus. We had a lot of really fun acts out there. But the fun part was, it was like a total spur of the moment thing when like the MC and another girl like like last minute canceled so i had to help MC the drag show and then we got brought on stage to do a 20 minute dance set to open for kim petrus and like like you have not lived until you've had thousands of gays jumping to cut to the feeling while you just lip sync for your life and it is so like it was it was so electrifying there was like three floors to this and Mm -hmm. they were and all of them were packed with gays and it was so fun and it was all like the really fun up tempo gay music. It wasn't like, it wasn't like obscure hits like not well obscure to our current generation. Like not a lot of people know uh, nobody's supposed to be here, mm-hmm. but like they do know cut to the feeling. They do know like the breakup with your boyfriend on board. Like they didn't give like the circuit hits. They gave like the like the pop diva hits, mm-hmm. which was so fun. Yeah, and then that's what you like. So well, yeah, I mean like that's yeah. I guess you're right, but the. <laughs> The worst part of my night, though, I didn't. I don't know if I told you this story. Probably uh, didn't. I probably didn't. Um, so there was a couple celebrities that were there. Uh, Christian Siriano was there. Um, Violet Chachki was there. Kim was there, obviously. Um, but I somehow managed to get into uh, Christian's group and start dancing with him and his boyfriend and all the other people. And they took out their phones and started, you know, recording on their Instagram stories and everything like that. And it was really fun. I probably shouldn't be saying this because it's really embarrassing. Um, Christian starts recording and turns to me and like, I do like a couple hair flips, you know, yada, yada, yada. Someone's lime fell out of their drink and fell on the floor and I slipped on it. Oh no. And I'm talking ass on the ground, <laughs> legs in the air, drink almost spilled on me. And <laughs> Christian's Instagram story is right in my face. Just watching me go down <laughs> and thank God he did not post it, but I'm telling you guys anyway, but, um, that's he, funny though. Like he and his friends, could not stop laughing for a good seven minutes. And I was just like, okay, so I'm going to get up and, you know, go brush my hair and go and go. And that was my experience with Christian Siriano. Cute. <laughs> please, cute. please assign something for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really fun. And then pride was a nightmare. That's what I heard. Oh my God. The parade was horrible. It, well, I mean like uh, 
The parade was magical. It's always a fun time being there. There was 4.5 extra million people in the city, though. And, okay, so we were supposed to go, we were supposed to get in, in line and get off onto the parade route at 1. We didn't get off until 3. We were group 2 out of 12. The parade ended at 12.37 a.m. It started at 12. Yeah. Noon. Um, the, so many things went wrong. Like, someone must have lost their job over that parade. Because we had um, extra people sneaking in from the crowd. Which, I mean, like, sometimes happens. But, like, not supposed to happen. Not supposed to happen. Especially with security. Security was either going, either going above and beyond uh, protecting the entrances to like the streets and like the and the crosswalks or they were doing nothing at all and then on top of that all the volunteers had different information and like different sort of senses of of like oh like you really need to do this you need to do this you do this like case in point they halted the route so that way like macy's could like come up because for those of you that don't know how the parade works um we go down fifth avenue and then on each of the streets which run horizontally is where all the floats set up so you're organized by group, you're organized, there was 13 groups, and um, in each of those groups there's like 30 floats or something. Mm-hmm. So they had us leave our street, like our loaded zone, and get ready to get onto like the part that's right before the parade actually quote unquote starts. They stop us and they say, okay, we gotta let Macy's come in off, with Shangela, come in like off like one of the side streets. That turns into four other floats getting off their side street as well. And then behind us, a bunch of marchers that just go, oh, we don't have a float. We're just going to march around you. Like, gay men's health crisis just went bloop and walked right around our convertible. And, like, it's like, at this point, it's raining. And I'm just sitting there in the middle of Fifth Avenue with people just kind of watching us going, what's happening? And Mm -hmm. I just feel so dumb. Yeah. It was so... That was the worst part of Pride, but it was wonderful once the march got going and like everyone was like actually like, you know, in it and everyone was like having fun. We were right behind Peppermint's uh, Mac uh, float. Mm -hmm. So we had all the music. I got to like lip sync and like, you know, like actually like have like good music to perform (laughs) to perform to, even though I was sitting on a car waving. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was really fun. You were there because you were Miss America, right? Yes, I was there because uh, Miss America has their own little like convertible float, and it, for the second time in a row, I had a float that was entirely dedicated to me. Cute. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> um, it was, but it, it's really magical. If you ever get the chance to actually walk in the parade, do it. Yeah, but be actually booked for it. Yeah, don't be someone <laughs> that just walks in off the street. My boss did that. Like my boss at like my boy job went in off the street, and I'm like. Everyone just wants to be included. I get it. Everyone wants to be included, but like, girl, like, get a float. Get a float. Do do what we have to do. We have to get a float. We have to get booked. Like, get a grip. Get a float and get over it. <laughs> Ew, that's hysterical. Okay, uh, okay. So, <sighs> yeah, I know it's now like mid July when y'all are listening to this, but Happy Pride. Um, no, it's not. Oh, this is coming next week. Yeah, that's yeah. that's mid July. No, because 4th of July is this week. Er, 4th of July is like next weekend. Or no, the 4th of July is this weekend. Yeah. Okay, so this is coming out right after 4th of July. Yeah. Okay. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. You did it. You're gay. Or you're not, but you're still listening happy to Happy 4th of Pride. Happy Happy 4th of Pride. It's now uh, Gay Wrath Month. Gay Wrath Month, yeah. You, <laughs> when's uh, Gay Lust Month? August? Um, I think 
Yeah, I think that's August because that's um, when everybody starts to try to find a boyfriend for the winter. Mm. Ow. Ew. And then we go to um, Gaislop for the entire winter where we just stay inside. No, that's November. It's No, it's a whole, it's the whole winter. Where's Gluttony? Where's, um, where's Envy? Where's... Um, I think Envy is October when you couldn't find a man. Oh, yeah. The Halloween costumes are like really like, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Gluttony is, I think Gluttony is November, actually, because that's when you're fattening up because you don't have to fit in your Halloween costume anymore. Yes. That and you're about sense. to and you're about to enter hibernation. Yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. <coughs> All right. So, oh, that was loud. All right. So we are going to now move on to, are we? Are yeah, we, moving? Okay, we can yeah. do that. Yeah. Let's move on to chicken. All right, let's talk about chicken. Let's talk about the chicken. How was your chicken? We're about to find out. Oh God! Okay, let me grab. Let me grab my wig. Mm-hmm. It's time for another exciting segment of uh, "How Was Your Chicken," in which I feed uh, an undisclosed fast food restaurant's chicken to a uh, wig over her eyes, Adriana Trenta. What's the wig today? Oh, are we back with Strawberry Blonde? Do you want me to get another one? Do you have another one that you'd like to wear? I, I'm, I'm glad you asked. She has decided not to go with Strawberry Blonde. Instead, she is choosing, ooh, yeah, Rainbow rainbow Realness. Ooh, she ready. <laughs> She's got it on backwards. She's looking like Cousin It in rainbow form. No, I can't. I can't. Okay. <laughs> okay, let me get you your mic. There you are, Zhizh. <laughs> the mic has disappeared under the wig. Um, this is going to be a fun one. Um, yeah. So for those of you that haven't listened to my wig podcast before, hi, welcome from um, Ethiopia. Um, this is... Love your coffee. Thank you. Yes. Um, oh, I thought you were saying that to me. Sorry. No. <laughs> God. Um, okay. So this game is called... How was your chicken? The point of this game is that I'm going to be blindfolded and I'm going to be blind taste testing various chicken from various fast food restaurants and I'll have to rate it. And am I guessing or am I not guessing? You can guess if you want to, but the whole point of it is to decide is, once is to and show for all that, yeah. who has the best fast food chicken. And to show that I know nothing when it comes to taste testing. So. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Go ahead and feel the box. This feels like a McDonald's box. Okay. Um, it feels like... I don't know where to put this. Okay, so... It feels... It, it, it feels exactly like a McDonald's box. It has, like, little, like, uh, notches on it where, like, you hook the thing in. Mm-hmm. How does the chicken feel? The chicken feels like a McDonald's chicken nugget. <laughs> and how does it smell? <laughs> like a McDonald's chicken nugget. <laughs> 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 and what would that smell be? That smell would be um, very salty. Mm-hmm. Very salty. A little bit of oil on it. Um, the br- there's not a lot of texture when it comes to the actual nugget. It feels like it's very much um, a flat sort of like not really a lot of breadcrumb was used on it. Um, I love how I'm like like actually having like a dissertation on this chicken nugget. Yes, it's very Food Network. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of seasoning was used on this and gonna taste it. 
Give it a taste. Trying to do this with the, without the hair getting in the way. <laughs> yeah, this wig is massive. <laughs> Definitely McDonald's. So, on a scale of one to five, one being it ain't cooked, and five being I thought the chicken was lovely, how was your chicken? Solid 3.75. 3.75. I believe that puts it in second place, just under Popeyes, and way before Checkers. Oh my god, yeah. No, it like. And you were right, it is McDonald's chicken nuggets. Well, it just, it tastes so, like, middle of the road. Mm-hmm. It tastes so middle of the road. Like, I would have to get salt. I would have to get something just to make this taste, like, a little bit. Did you bring french fries? I did. <gasps> oh, my God. I got you a small. Aw. Uh, well, I mean, we'll make do. But, like, like it, McDonald's food is, like, it doesn't have, like, like the staying power that you could eat this on its own. And it'd, and it'd be, like, oh, like, each of these items are so good. Like, I would eat the fries before I eat the, the chicken nuggets. You know what I mean? Yeah. This chicken would be safe in an acting challenge in Drag Race. Very much that. Yeah. Well, anyways, this has been How Was Your Chicken? And now I'm going to partake in the chicken that I got, too, because I'm sick and tired of getting you chicken and not getting myself any chicken. That sounds like a you problem. Oh, you thirsty bitch? Mm. Yes, I am. We are looking at dick right now. Uh, it is time for our OnlyFans slash Just for Fans of the Week. Mm-hmm. And, and whose dick are we looking at today, sis? And the dick that we are looking at today belongs to the one and only Stephen Lee, a.k.a. Gay Gringo on Twitter. He is um, a whole hunk of a man. He is... I'm imagining he's six foot four, but he could possibly be five nine according to porn standards. <laughs> I mean... Honestly, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Um, he is from Denver, Colorado. He is best friends with Evie Oddly, according to his Twitter. Um, no, he's actually uh, good friends with him. And he is, uh, wow, just looking at that thing go is just, mm, mm, mm. It, it is a nice dick. It is a very nice dick. Uh, he p- regularly posts videos of him with his boyfriend. He also does porn um, under the name Stephen Lee. Um, he was the meteorologist that apparently made headlines, quote unquote, uh, for turning into a go-go boy on like after like the, they fired him for being gay or something. Mm. Yeah, it was actually um, he is one of those go-go boys that like turns looks and like does more than just kind of like shake his ass. Although it's a really nice ass. Um, however, he is currently on OnlyFans just for fans. And I think also with some major studios as well. Um, you can find him on Twitter at Gay Gringo. And you can find him at OnlyFans and Just for Fans at The Gay Gringo. No, I think OnlyFans is also Gay Gringo. Is, is Just for Fans The Gay Gringo? Just for Fans is The Gay Gringo. OnlyFans is Gay Gringo. Okay. So at some point, just type in the words gay and gringo and you will find him online. Mm-hmm. And with that, that was our OnlyFans of the week. Uh, we'll be right back. Um, I just got to go shoot my load in the toilet. Oh, my God. back okay so i have a movie date tonight um i have to find a movie that i need to see oh i'm going to see the movies too no you're not yeah <sighs> i'm going to uh amc on 34th to see midsummer oh, wait you're actually going i thought that was like a like a stupid like trying to be like a segment thing no no i'm actually going oh okay Wh- what are you seeing midsummer what the fuck is midsummer it's a horror movie from the people that made hereditary wait is th- wait which one what is that about it's like this girl and her friends go on some like Nordic adventure to some 
place with a bunch of white people for some festival. You're describing like three different horror movies right now. Well, that's what this movie is. And apparently it's very scary and very funny, which is... You know what looks really funny? That movie about um, the... It's uh, it's like the one where like the girl marries into the family, but like they like sold their soul to the devils or something. What oh, movie yeah, is that? And they, have to, it, and they have to kill her via hide and seek or something. Yeah, I think it is like hide and seek. Hide or and seek. Like that. Yeah, it looks so funny because apparently it's like a um, a comedy movie. Okay, so on the subject of that, we are going to be talking about our favorite movies. We're going to be talking about things that uh, anything that does not involve porn. That's the only rule. We can't talk about porn because we talk about porn in every other every other point of our conversations. Oh, porn can't be our favorite movie. Porn can't be our favorite movie. Nope, sadly oh, not. We oh, can... we might have to do a different segment then. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, what was what was the last good movie that you saw? The last good movie that I saw, like new movie, any movie. Doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be new. Doesn't have to be old. I mean, like, could I have seen it before and then like rewatched it? Does that count? Sure. Um, I really enjoyed. Us. Shocker. Shocker. I really enjoyed it. Shocker. At you first, worship Lupita Nyong'o. I do, as everyone should. As but um, <laughs> I didn't enjoy it at first, but then after like reading some commentary on it and like going back and seeing it again, I was... Uh-huh. It's so good. It's such a good, good movie. Yeah. It talks a lot about um, social constructs. It talks a lot about classism. In what? Wh- how? You don't understand? Okay. I I've never seen the movie. Well, then you, there's no way that you would understand. All I know is that it's a movie about doppelgangers. Yeah. How is that about classism? Because the I, I don't want to spoil it for you. you Girl, the movie, the, movie. the movie came out like a, a year ago. Yeah, and why haven't you seen it? Because I have a fear of movie theaters. I'm not spoiling. You have a fear of movie theaters. Oh, yeah, girl. Ever since uh, Colorado happened, uh, when The Dark Knight Rises came out, I haven't been to a movie theater. Oh. Yeah. So I'm, I'm breaking new ground today. I'm going to a movie theater. All right. Yep. She's so brave. Bobbing and bobbing and bobbing in the movie. Oh my God. Is it with Barnaby? No, it's not with Barnaby. It's not with Barnaby. No, sadly. Again, that Barnabussy. He's in Atlantic City. Oh, I thought you said he was from here. He's from here, but he... Well, he's from Australia, but he lives here, but he's on contract in Atlantic City. Uh, I swear he's real. Um, okay. So... <laughs> starting to... Doubt that a little bit. Starting the to more doubt. You, the more you say, I swear he's real. I swear he's real. That's what <laughs> me saying, like, is he real? You just <laughs> is go he real? To- Good, because I wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last movie that I saw was, um, the last good movie that I saw was The Dressmaker. What's that? Okay, now, okay. You're going to have to sit, sit with me on this one. So, at least I think that's the name of the movie. Is it The Dressmaker? Let's look it up. The Dressmaker. If, it, you, if you can't even remember what it was called, it probably wasn't that good, sis. Yeah, it is the dressmaker. Okay, so um, I just want to make sure that I got the actresses right. Yes, okay, perfect. All right, so yeah, the dressmaker. Um, it was uh, starring Kate Winslet. Um, she is, plays this Australian uh, woman that returns home after being accused of murder as a child, and she was shipped away to boarding school. But then she became like an uber successful dressmaker that like worked for like all these like classic, um, uh, wonderful. Uh, fashion houses and she came back looking like the 10 out of 10 goals to this like podunk live off the land australian town and she because her mother like goes like insane and like she has to like take care of her and everything like that and like slowly but surely everyone remembers and uncovers why she was like uh like ostracized and like accused of murder as a child but like the whole thing about this movie is that every time something goes right like three things go wrong 
And like, I remember being like two quarters of the way or like two thirds of the way through the movie when, um, do you want me to spoil the movie for you? If you want. Where, where the love interest, uh, who is Liam Hemsworth dies. Oh wait, no, is it Liam or is it Chris? Because they're twins or something. I can't remember who it is. Yeah, uh, Liam Hemsworth. Um, he, they had this whole scene where, like, uh, the first scene of the movie, they he's, like, dared to, like, jump into, like, the grain silo or something as, like, a dare to, like, and, like, lay down with the rats or something. However, and, like, and like they have, like, a cute moment, like, later on in the movie where it's, like, him and her, like, just, like, stargazing on top of the silo. And he, like he does the dare again but what they didn't know is that the great the silo was emptied and he fell all the way through and died and i and it was just like oh like because the whole thing was that like she was quote-unquote cursed and everything bad happened around her and to her and everything like that um but wonderful movie wonderful movie where at the end of the movie she just gets revenge and sets the entire town on fire cute and she just walks away looking fabulous and, like, everyone that, that, like, respected her and, like, finally learned to love her, like, they got away with everything and, like, they were, like, cool and, like, they, they were happy ever after. And she, like, her love interest died, so she had no interest in being there anymore. All the people that, like, still, like, called her a witch and everything like that, nope. They came back to home after, like, going somewhere and everything was gone. Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. It was a great movie about revenge and I loved it came out it says in 2015 16 yeah 16 right. so that's some, somewhere around there i it never was, i never saw anything for it it, I, it was one of those movies where it was like it was a good <laughs> it was like a good sort of like people liked it but there wasn't a massive marketing campaign around it and it wasn't like a superhero movie so like no one really went to go see it yeah i actually saw it when i was on a date with someone like I wasn't in the theater; I was in my apartment. Bobbin and bobbin. No, not bobbin and bobbin. I was crying oh, was on that his. Good. <laughs> I was crying on his shoulder about the about like the fact that like Liam Hemsworth wanted to marry her, and they were going to run off at, like with like the two people that actually still cared about them, and they were going to go like have a wonderful life together because like she actually had money at that point. She just came home to take care of like her her mother. It was such a sad turn of events. Mm. Maybe it was a good cry. It was a good cry. When was the last time you had a good cry during a movie? The last time I had a good cry during a movie. And it can't be Toy Story. You're also very emotionless, so. I'm not emotionless. I cry all the time. I'm very emotional. <laughs> I get so emotional, baby. <laughs> Every time you think of me? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last time I cried during a movie. Gosh. I've cried during... The last time I cried watching something was a docu-series, um, The Keepers, on Netflix. Oh, what's that about? Um, it's a, it's a, um, what's it called? It's a true crime oh, sort of thing. Oh, okay. Um, where this nun is murdered. Um, she oh. was a school teacher, oh. nun. She's murdered. And two of her students, like, 40 years later, uh, are trying to figure out. What happened? What happened? And yeah. it gets so fucking deep and so awful. And like the Catholic Church is a piece of shit. And well, we know that, but like it, no, you need like it's it. It was difficult to. It was difficult to sit through. Yeah. Yikes. Because Yikes. because like I've had shit happen to me before. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like abuse. Yeah. So uh, it was. It's a lot of that. 
Oh God. And, oh God. Um, yeah, just horrible, horrible cover-ups, and yeah. um, yeah, everybody <sighs> should watch it. It's really good. Wow. Um, but I definitely cried during that. Um, why? Why did you cry during that? Just because you're seeing crying people, out of sadness. Um, yeah, you're seeing people um who have all these repressed memories, uh-huh. like remembering. Oh God. All the shit that they. Oh God. Forgot about. Um, yeah, it was. Ugh. And then not getting any sort of like solace. Yeah. Oh God. Ugh. That's my that's my that's my most dreaded part of a movie. Whenever the character doesn't get like their like happy ending or anything like that. I mean, they do f- find happiness because they have to make it for themselves, but like mm-hmm. they don't get any justice <sighs> at all. God. And it's so upsetting and frustrating. God. Um. Well, back to my favorite murder. Uh, <laughs> have you ever seen that podcast? Yes. I've, okay. I've listen to every episode i've seen them live they're mm-hmm. they're wonderful yeah wonderful if you're listening to our podcast there's you're probably already listening to my favorite murder but if you're not listen to my favorite mortar, murder murder my favorite mortar <laughs> it's about uh houses <laughs> <laughs> so brick laying <laughs> laying down this brick a um when's the last time well, okay what's your like all-time favorite movie like what could you watch over and over again and not get sick of see i always hate that question because i i'm not like I don't have the best taste in movies, so my favorite movies are nine times out of ten, uh, starring Queen Latifah. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, um, no. I mean, like when I was like eleven and twelve, and like we used to go to like Hollywood Video or Blockbuster, like every weekend, my mom would like always get like a random movie while I would get like my video game, and the amount of times I've seen Taxi or Bringing Down the House is. By beyond comprehension. Oh my god! It's not that funny of a Queen movie. Queen Latifah is beyond comprehension. <laughs> I mean, like it's it's like they're not the greatest movies, but they have like a weird connection to like I've seen Taxi at least like twelve times. <laughs> it's very bad. It's very bad, especially on a repeat. But is that your answer, Taxi? No, <laughs> no. I'm just giving you an explanation to that because I said that comment and I didn't want people to think that I was like some weirdo. No, my favorite movie is. <sighs> okay, so this is also another one that I need you to that I need you to kind of like buckle up for. So, the original X Men trilogy. Did you ever see it? Yes, of course I did. I'm with, obsessed with it. With um, with Halle Berry's changing accent for Storm. Do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck, struck by, by lightning? lightning? <laughs> Same thing that happens to everything else. <laughs> iconic um no that movie came out like and then like for the rest of the movie she's like bitch (laughs) (laughs) i'm not african anymore (laughs) i i think like those movies were those always hold a special place in my heart because it was like the first superhero movie that i remember seeing and x-men was my thing it is still my thing but um it was like 2000 so i was like six when it came out and it was like i remember seeing every movie multiple times thinking they were cinematic masterpieces not understanding why they didn't win the oscars Mm -hmm. um also like yeah so the marvel superhero movies like x-men before uh i'd have to say my favorite of the three though were were x2 it was it was the best one because yeah because it didn't it didn't like it it hinted that it was going to be good in the the sequel but it didn't get better no, it didn't. Yeah. Ugh. Um, I just want to quickly say that Mystique in the original trilogy and Jean Grey in the original trilogy are far better than oh. the crap 
that is oh. on their screens right now. I was Jennifer so- Lawrence. I'm glad she's dead now. Spoilers. I'm glad she died in the movie. <laughs> See, the problem that I have with those with the new X-Men trilogy is that they did the same mistake that they did with uh, the original trilogy, which was they overly relied on one character. And the first movie, it, or the first series, it was Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. And the next series, it was Jennifer Lawrence. And I'm like, Mystique doesn't belong in every single scene. Like, wh- what is she doing being Cyclops? What is she doing being Storm? She was never the leader of the team. Yeah. No, she... And, um... I just love, um, I think it was Rebecca Romjan. Is that her name? Rebecca, Rebecca Romaine. Yeah, Rebecca Romaine. She. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is that the, no, that's that's type of lettuce. That's type of lettuce. We'll, we'll call her Rebecca Romaine. No, but it's, there's a J in there somewhere. I, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Becky. We love Becky's mystique. That scene, so good. That scene where she's impersonating um, Wolverine uh-huh. uh, and she's going into the base and yeah. she like takes, takes out everyone. Out, and then slides, slides the door, out. flipping them off. I'm like. But, the best part was that there was... How is she sliding backwards? How is she sliding backwards? She is naked. Doesn't matter. She's okay. Mystique. Yeah. Mystique was she amazing. She can slide backwards and flip you off at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Mystique is amazing. Um, I love her. And then Jean Grey's in X3. That was the best part of X3. That was the best part of X3. Um, no, the best part of X3 was Storm versus Callisto with all the fighting. No, that was not that good. If you go back and watch it, that's that fighting is kind of lame. Well, I liked watching two strong badass females fight each other. But that's not even what Callisto's powers were. Callisto did yeah, Callisto's powers were literally just having uh having octopus arms and having the ability to uh, track people. Mhm. Yeah. <sighs> you know who who really got the short end of the stick in those movies? Psylocke. Yeah. Just showing up and saying going somewhere and that's it. That's the only thing that we saw. And it was so, like they got the character wrong. Mm-hmm. They got the powers wrong. Mhm. I, it's always a dicey thing whenever they do superhero movies that have such um, an ingrained sort of uh, storyline that they could like work off of. Yeah, like if you're doing anything based off of a book or a comic series, the fans to... are going to know. Like when when, yeah. I, when I first watched the Hunger Games, everyone else in the theater was like, "Wow, that was so good!" And I'm like, "That's the, not what happened." The District Ten girl didn't even die. They didn't even show her dying. Where'd yeah. she go? Exactly. She was supposed to die on the first day. Where'd she go? Exactly. Like, shit like that that doesn't even matter, Ugh. but. I saw it because that's my fucking favorite book series. Right. You know what I really want to see? I really want to see a um like a high school like like comedy sort of like not Mean Girls but like yeah like Mean Girls where it's all of the new mutants at the Xavier Institute while they're like actually like having like 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 where like the worst thing they have to worry about is getting to class and like partying and everything like that and not getting caught but they have superhero powers. That'd be amazing. Sky High. No, not Sky High. <laughs> not Sky High. Ugh. Are you a hero or are you a sidekick? No, not that. Well, I mean, like, I think that I think that it would be funny to have like a mean girl sense of humor with it. But then, like, then like halfway through, be like, oh, just kidding. William Stryker is coming to blow up the school. Mm-hmm. And like, Regina, you- we have to put our differences aside. <laughs> exactly. Well, like that was like that was what happened in the comics. Yeah. Like a lot more characters died, but you know, like. <sighs> I would say that my favorite movie of all time that I could watch over and over. Don't say Hunger Games. Don't say Hunger Games. Don't say Hunger It's games. not. Okay, good. Thank I've God. already said that I didn't like the movies. Oh, sorry. Um, Sunshine. Sunshine. Was that the one where they were in outer space? Mm-hmm. Oh, with um, the girl from Grey's Anatomy. It, no. Wasn't wasn't the Asian doctor from Grey's Anatomy on it? Michelle Yeoh. I couldn't remember if it was Christine or Michelle. Um, but no, yeah, Michelle. Michelle Yeoh. She's the one from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, her. She's also the mom in uh, Crazy Rich Asians. She is. Mm-hmm. The more you know. But yeah, Sunshine. Tell me about it. 
Uh, it stars Cillian Murphy, Rose Byrne, Chris Evans, before anybody knew who he was. And Cillian Murphy, that was uh, Scarecrow, Scarecrow yeah. from Batman Begins. And he was in Red Eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are all... Also a good movie, Red Eye. Also a good movie. Yes. Um, they are, uh, in the year 2057, uh-huh. they're a team of astronauts that are going to... Reignite the sun, right? Restart the sun with yeah. a bomb. And... There's already been a crew sent before, and something happened to them, and they don't know what. Mm-hmm. So this is the second crew, and it's the last chance that they have. And they got burned alive. <laughs> uh, it's the movie starts off it, like it ends up being like a slasher thriller kind of thing. Yeah, but before because they all get like roasted or something. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil my girl. Favorite. The movie came out like how many years ago? Well. The thing is that nobody saw it because, again, there was, like, no real marketing for it. Oh, no. I remember marketing. I thought it was terrifying because they were, like, it was, like, something where it was... Because I remember back in when this movie came out was when we were still in high school and we were watching all the movies about, like, space. And it was, like, for the first time, like, I saw a movie that was about, like, the horrors of space. Well, this came out in 2007. This was before Gravity. This was before Interstellar. Oh, yeah. all of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, but the only other movie was, like, Alien. Uh... Yeah, there are no aliens in this movie. Yeah, it's literally just... But there's still lots of, like, horror elements. There's a lot of, like, psychological, like, what the fuck would you do in this situation oh, sort yeah. of thing. Oh, yeah, of course. The, like, I, wasn't there one where, like, they, like, opened, like, the th- the pod and, like, it's, like, directly facing the sun and, like, the person's, like, literally getting, like, burned alive? Mm, something like that? Something sort of like that. People do get burned. Um... But I'm not going to spoil it because I want people to see it. Girl, just tell me. I told you. I told. uh, Tell me. No, you see it the movie. Girl, you see it the movie. You see it the movie. (laughs) (laughs) No, you see it the movie. Um, The Uh director um, did a form of method acting where he made like all these people, all these actors are international. So some of them are um, like like he just like went around the world like picks people. Uh huh. He made them all live together for the entirety of the shoot so that it would be like an actual like acquainted with each other. Yeah. And he made them do um, projects related to what their roles on the ship were so they could get more into it. So that sounds like work, but it makes it so like it's totally believable that everybody is uh-huh. doing what their job is. <sighs> I guess you're right. Like, you've got Rose Byrne, who we'll see later in Bridesmaids being a straight-up bitch, who's just, like, this really meek, timid pilot. Oh, God. And it just, like, works. Oh, yeah. Michelle Yeoh is, like, this, like, no-nonsense botanist. Uh-huh. Chris Evans is the engineer. Slee Murphy designed the bomb. Uh-huh. It, like, it's... Um, Sounds like a lot of wasted money. I mean... I don't know if it would be wasted money, like, having a bunch of people live in one space together rather than getting them, like, six different trailers. Well, no, I meant, like, the whole, like, making them do things. Oh. I mean, I'm sure they weren't, like, in space. Building a fake bomb. But, like, maybe Michelle Yeoh has to, like, take care of a garden. Okay. In between yeah. takes. That okay. sort of thing. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. It is so um, beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful movie. Really? Mm-hmm. I can, uh, the majesty of space seems very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, like, for 2007, even, it still holds up, like, so well. Hmm. Like, so well. Maybe I'll I really, I really, really enjoy it. I could watch it over and over again. Huh. Everybody that I've watched it with said that it was a lot better than they thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the music in the movie, like... Very orchestral? Yes. There's Ooh. this one song. There's this one song that gets used in, like, everything now. Uh-huh. That came from this movie. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Sunshine, watch it. Mm-hmm. It's really good. You know what I just saw when I was in Atlantic City, and you're gonna you're gonna laugh at me for this. 
I was so bored when I was waiting for Barnaby to respond to my message on Grindr um, that I wound up watching both Sherlock Holmes back to back. I liked them. I never realized how much of their the- uh, how much of their soundtrack was the same one song over and over again. Dum 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 dum. And it was funny. I didn't realize that like that was like. I didn't know that that was Jude Law. <laughs> you didn't know that was Jude Law? I didn't know, okay? It's so fucking clearly Jude Law. But I didn't know what Jude Law looked like, okay? I thought I thought, I thought that Jude Law was actually a woman and it was Judy. <laughs> Judy Law? I thought there was a Judy Law that was just like an actress I'd never seen before. And I was like, oh, okay. That's Judge Judy's real name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Judy Law. Judy Law. Please don't have to say Judy, Judy Law. Law. Judge Judy Law. She's here to litigate. <laughs> lit, 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 litigate. Lit, I want to eat you. Lit, 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 lit. I want to litigate your case. <laughs> and I can't fuck up this case or I'm going to be disbarred. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, yeah. that. Okay. What movie have you not seen that everybody else has seen? Any of the Avengers. All right. I'm okay with that. I haven't seen... You don't look okay with that. No, I haven't seen... I haven't seen any of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. I haven't seen any of them. Do you just not want to touch it? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's primarily it, but also at the same time, when they came out, I was in like a really weird like mental health place where like I didn't really... I was I was very afraid of movie theaters for a long time. No, not so much, but mm-hmm. um, I also was just very much like not... In, I was aggressively not interested in sort of like the mainstreaming of like superhero movies, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where like where like they streamlined everything because like I like when they redid First Class and they that did Days of Futures Past, they did all that sort of stuff and they did like the Avengers and all that stuff. I wasn't really f- here for like the featuring of like three superheroes and then like sidelining everything else, especially after Wolverine like killed superhero movies for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like, I wasn't here for, I wasn't, I didn't want to sit through a movie where I watched like forty-five minutes of Captain America and five minutes of Black Widow doing one fight scene. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to, I wanted to see my badass females like kick ass, and you only get one scene of that apparently in Avengers at the very end, where they all kick Thanos's ass, except yeah. for Gamora. Yeah, yeah. Um, I never. I, I've seen like half of the Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Endgame. I didn't see. Didn't you see Endgame? No. I thought you and no, that was Amani, our friend Amani, that was posting about how if you post spoilers on Facebook, I'm banning you. I'm, I'm blacklisting you. I'm, I'm blocking you. I'm doing all. I'm like, okay, girl, like. <laughs> it, I haven't seen um. The Infinity Gauntlet one. I haven't seen. Um, any it's okay, but it but it doesn't do the plot exactly that happens in the book. I haven't seen the Guardians of the Galaxy at all. The last Marvel movie I saw was Black Panther, and they only went because it was Black Panther. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, and um, exactly why I went. And it was really fucking good. Also, yeah. Peter Young was in it. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> what I hated about what I hated about these um, Marvel movies, and I hated about the Star Wars trilogy as well like the new one that came out was that it really gave everyone a sort of like, they thought that they were being like quote unquote nerdy and like cool and like against the grain by going to see these movies that like started like comic book characters. You know what I mean? Like, like if you weren't of the culture, it really was kind of just like, okay, like 
what are you doing here at these movies? Like, these movies aren't for you. I mean, but how else do you get into the culture, you know? This is a good jumping in point for people that want to know more about, like, how badass Storm is, for example. True, I guess you're... Well, I mean, these these aren't the movies that show that, but... I know. these, These are movies that sell toys. Yes, that's why they keep making them. That's why they keep making these movies. And, you know, I actually didn't know that mu- that that was a main thing that caused all of like our like childhood comic book movies or comic book shows to like either cease or continue. It was toy sales, mm-hmm. and like th- till this day, we still have that problem where like female superheroes don't get toys because they think the boys don't want to play with them. Oh, well, we do. Oh, we do. Oh, we do. Oh, we do. Now we, cl- well, now we dress up as them. Yeah. It's like, oh, you didn't, you didn't give me a Queen Amidala action figure. I'm gonna go make a gown. That, oh, that'd be a good gown. I'll make my own fucking hair piece. <laughs> oh, girl. Padme's not here right now, but she'll say hi later, boo. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was, um, I. So you've never seen, um, you never saw the Age of Ultron either. Nope. Okay, so. But the movies that I haven't seen that everybody else has seen. Uh huh. I haven't seen a Disney movie since what was the last one that I saw? The last one that I saw was Frozen or Tangled, and I haven't seen. And I saw them like well after when I was on like an airplane. Last coming one I from saw Europe was, was Tangled. I haven't seen Frozen. I haven't yeah. seen Moana. I haven't seen Coco. Haven't seen. And as a drag queen, that's very difficult to. to I do, every time Moana comes up on Drag Suicide, I always give it to the other girl. Yep. I always pretend to be the wave or the dolphin that kind of just like like jumps through the sea. I, I, Disney. I. How do we feel about the live action Disney movies that are coming out? I'm not interested. Okay, tell me I'll why. I'll see The Lion King because Beyonce. Yes. Um, but let me hear you say, "Hey, Mufasa." Hey, Mufasa. <laughs> Give me some. <laughs> um, oh God. I, I don't know. I like when Disney movies used to be, like, grittier. Like, my favorite Disney movie is Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Then, yes! Oh, why was that not in Kingdom Hearts? Why was that not in, featured anywhere? Because of the movie did terribly at the box office. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody wanted the toys. Yeah. I did. I bought the I, video game, and I played the shit out of it. I would have fucking loved to have, one like, all those, like... Why was Princess <laughs> Kida not an actual Disney princess? She's literally a princess. Because the She's sales... Black. No, the sales weren't good enough. Yeah. Well, I also looked into um, why what qualifies you to be a Disney princess. And it turns out the reason why that di- certain people are considered Disney princesses is because they have to be able to sell a children's costume version of it. So that's why, like, Mulan is one, but, like... And Pocahontas is one, but, like, you know, like... Other people are not princesses, even though they te- theoretically should be. Also, Kida's like a hundred something, so she's also walking around in a bikini. Well, Moana's got Moana's not technically a Disney princess. Well, that's true. Hmm. Moana's not a Disney princess, I don't think, according to the um, standards. Yeah, she and like there was a whole scandal when the costume came out. Remember when it was just literally just straw and a tarp? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Pat does a great theory on it. Actually, for those of you that are listening, uh, Matt Pat, who does uh, game theory and film theory, which is like two of my main YouTube channels that I watch, um, they're great wig styling videos because they're like twenty minutes each, and like you get to like you know just like listen to him talk, and sometimes you get to see his pretty face. But um, he does an entire segment on what qualifies a Disney princess and why they're there, and what like will this person be a Disney princess or not? And it's actually really fascinating. Hmm. Yeah. 
Um, what was the first movie that you remember seeing? Oh, God. First movie I remember seeing. Um, I think The Brave Little Toaster. You saw? I never saw The Brave Little Toaster. Scary as fuck. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah. That, but that's the kind of like children's movie that I like. Like I want to leave like mentally scarred. Like we're back. The a dinosaur's tail. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah. Like that circus scene. Like what the fuck? That would never make it in a kids movie. Yeah. No. Nope. 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 But that's the kind of kid stuff that I was raised on. Like I was used to like sitting there watching people like drown in a Disney movie. Mm. And then like there's a happy ending at the end. Mm. Like. No one was dr- no one drowns in Frozen. I'm guessing. The oh. parents. Oh well, we don't see it. We see the ship sink. Oh. There's a whole Disney theory that Ursula is the one that made their ship sink. I haven't seen Frozen. I didn't know that. Oh God! It's like the o- it's like one of the opening scenes. Okay. Okay. I, so I so still didn't so see it. <laughs> so there's a massive theory that um the children of the king and queen of Arendelle where Frozen is. So, like, the family that was ruling in Frozen, which is Elsa and Anna and all that stuff, their parents uh, were cousins to the uh, royal family in Tangled. And that they were going to see the coronation of, uh, slash, like, the birth of Rapunzel, and their ship sank. Because Ursula, when she got the trident, through the had the monsoon, remember? Mm-hmm. And th- that that ship sunk because that's also the sunken ship that Ariel fi- uh, finds in the grotto. Hmm. Or no, I think I have the details wrong, but I think it's like that. Like Ur- Ursula caused the ship to sink, and that's the same ship that Ariel uh, almost like runs into the shark and in the Little Mermaid. And that ship, um, even though it capsized, the parents survived, and they landed on the northern coast of Africa, where they gave birth to Tarzan. That's a stretch. It's a little stretchy for me. Well, I hope you lubed up and I hope you stretched because I believe that. Well, the ship in Tarzan's like on fire. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Go back and fucking watch Tarzan. The ship is on fire as they're going off of it. The whole ship is burning up. Is it? Yes. Okay, well, anyway, anyway, anyway. Tarzan's a great movie. Don't disrespect Tarzan. Don't disrespect my knowledge of Tarzan. I want to be with the... <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see that that picture where it's like Tarzan's holding Jane and Vine's wing? He's like, how is he holding onto his, like, his ass, ass cheek? <laughs> 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 okay, so um, the first movie that I ever remember seeing was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. With when they were in Sydney, Australia, and they down under with Barnaby, with Barnaby, <laughs> and um, Ivan Ooze was the villain, and they all wore like white, but they had like little accents of color, and it was the most ridiculous like, like they had Aisha, the the black yellow ranger in sweatshirts and like massive braids and dreadlocks and everything like that that went down her ass and they were so heavy and it was so hot and meanwhile kimberly aka amy joe johnson um had like a little white crop top with like pink shorts and i'm just like wow in the million in the middle of the australian summer wow mm-hmm. wow and they were doing backflips and stuff <sighs> power rangers are great power rangers was great and power rangers is great but um yeah that was my that was my childhood i grew up on that Mm-hmm. Well, 
once I finish seeing Midsummer, I will let you know how it is, and uh-huh. you'll let me know. However, whatever you didn't watch, I'm, think- I'm thinking. Is- I'm thinking of seeing Toy Story tonight. I'm thinking of seeing Toy Story, potentially. Mm-hmm. Potentially. I heard it was fine. I mean, I'm not a fan of of going to f- number four after three. Kind of like. Well, they sold a lot of toys, and they have. Well, Toy Story three just made everyone cry, and it just made everyone like sort of like feel like okay, this is a good final chapter. Yeah, I don't think anybody really asked for Toy Story four, but we'll take it. Well, okay, we got the sequel to Monsters Inc., and we got the sequel. To, did we get the sequel? To, oh god, did we get a sequel to Cars as well? Yes, we got a sequel to Cars before like almost anything. No, not Cars. Like 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 after Cars two or Cars whatever like the trilogy or like the series was. Did we get an extra one as well? Because like see, it seems like Disney is just running out of ideas and they're just going and going back on nostalgia and they're getting like the Toy Stories, they're getting the Monsters Inc., they're getting the Incredibles. I never saw the Incredibles. You never saw the first one? No, I saw the first one. I didn't see the second one. It was pretty good. I heard that it was, and I heard that it was like a, it fits into the Pixar theory that they all take place in the same universe, and I heard, and that's about as much as I heard of it. I don't, I mean, like the <sighs> the villain's name is Evelyn Dever, Evil Endeavor. So the second you hear her name, you're like, oh. Well, like also at the same time, like isn't it like all Elastigirls or or uh, this is incredible is the like the main like person doing all the heroing and everything like that? So yeah, it's gonna be a different type of villain. Yeah, and and in all Pixar movies, it's never the first person that you think the villain is. It's always the second person. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know what's apparently a really good movie that I really want to see that I never saw? Zootopia. You never saw Zootopia? Never saw Zootopia. I did see Zootopia. That I was he- really cute. I heard, well, apparently it's like a, it has a whole amount of um like a it's like a whole metaphor for um like racism yep. and police brutality yep. and like there's all these and drugs and everything like that there's yep. a whole thing about it mm-hmm. it's a very good movie mm-hmm. you should watch that mm-hmm. you know what i f- i used to have such a fear of horror movies that i was i would like read the plots online and like that sort of made me a lazy movie viewer so i'd like read the plots online to everything mm-hmm. and like like i just got over my fear of saw i just got over my fear of it Ugh. Ugh. Well, I just know that I'm a good person. I'm not a liar, so I would never end up in one of those situations well, where no. I have to like cut off my left titty. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I always, I would always be afraid of that. I like, I slept with a bat underneath my pillow for like a good week and a half because I saw the commercial for Saw Three. Well, guess who's gonna end up in a room where you're getting hit by bats? Who's just trying to get out? You. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like also. Sorry to Uki spook ya. <laughs> Sorry to Uka spook. Okay, so. There's this YouTube series that's actually wonderful as well for anyone that has a fear of horror movies called The Kill Count. Mm-hmm. I watch it. He's so cute. He's so and he's so funny. But um, he describes like in not in in detail what happens to every character and how they die and everything like that and describes the entire plot and like breaks down the analysis of it where he gives statistics on like how many men versus how many women uh what the most creative death was what the least creative death was and he's like really chipper about it too really chipper about it and the best part is all of the graphicness is censored Mm -hmm. so like you see like you you see the character like like end up in the situation but you don't see them like you know like get like their head chopped off Mm -hmm. so like it's one of those things where it's like if if gore uh, makes you very squeamish it's definitely a great series to watch that's how i got over my fear of saw Mm. he he was like he literally said yeah there's no there's no like jump scare sort of like i'm not gonna creep you out with the gore because my videos will get demonetized and i'm like okay that makes me feel a lot better also the behind the scenes specials on them are so wonderful Mm mm-hmm like it's such like as someone that like is like an artist and like like actually like paints and everything like that. It's so weird 
watching them say, oh yeah, like all of these things that we make are so um, designed to be safe, but they're painted to look so like rustic and so like dangerous. In reality, it's just like all foam. Do you remember Scream Queens? Yes! Oh my God, Scream Queens was such a good show with uh, Tanidra. Mm-hmm. And um, who? Gabby was the second winner, right? I think so. Yeah. Tanisha was the one that got had to cut off her arm. And saw. And then got the got the walk on in the second one as well. Mm-hmm. Gabby was the one that got the the car dropped on her head. Yes. Yeah. She got run over in the face. She got run over in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and literally had like, didn't even have any lines, I don't think, really. She was just screaming. She was screaming, get me out of here. Yeah. She was a neo-Nazi. Yeah, she was, yeah. And then, meanwhile, um, Tanidra was a loan shark that mm-hmm. um, ha- that had to cut off her arm because uh, the other guy was just really fat and cutting into his, like like his skin. The premise of this was that there is a they scale. Had a, they had to give a pound to, of flesh, and they had to give a pound of flesh, mm-hmm. and whoever gave the most would live, and the other person would get screws screwed into their head. They would get screwed. Yeah, they get <laughs> screwed. So she cut off her arm, yeah. and he was cutting off layers of fat. She, she was having trouble doing it. Then she finally just took a cleaver and was like, bam, 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 bam. Bombing and bombing and bombing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. How, uh, I, uh, I don't think I'd ever be able to do that in any of the movies. There isn't really... I mean, there's some people that are just stupid and make stupid decisions. The, the fifth one is one of those movies where it's like... It, the fifth one was a good analogy. Or not analogy. Uh, metaphor. Life lesson allegory. Yeah. Allegory? No, sure. it's not biblical. It's not biblical. But you know what I mean? Where it's like work together with people. Yeah. It, you, you know what's funny? I watched the documentary on it. Um, the fifth movie where they have like the like the five people in like the line and they have like the, the, the pulley thing. Mm-hmm. So apparently, according to most uh, professionals in the industry, it's really hard to make a fake uh, body look real. So... <laughs> What they didn't tell the actors until after they were after they did it was um, the one like the in between sets when no one was looking they replaced the fake body of like the girl who died in it with a real actor and they took out like half the wall so that way they could like hide the the face of the body because the girl got decapitated mm-hmm. and every so often in between takes the body would twitch as like a like a sort of like to like keep the actors on their toes and it freaked the actors out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that that's my that's my. Uh, I love stuff like that. Like, yeah. Uh, in Alien, the first the have you seen Alien? Yeah. The first chest burst yeah. scene was act- a surprise. The actors didn't know that was going to happen, so all their screams are genuine. Like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, and I I know that on um a lot of I think it was Scream I think they kept a whoopee cushion on set or like a whoopee cushion sound effect on set, so that way they could like they could keep back the all the actors like from getting actually terrified. Mm-hmm. Scream is one of those movies that I actually am not afraid of, and I would routinely see. Yeah, it wasn't really that scary to me, but... Because, I mean, everyone dies getting stabbed. Everyone dies getting stabbed. That's not a scary way to, like, you know, like, kill someone. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it, I mean, death is scary, but, I mean, it's not like a, like a, you know, like, getting run over with a lawnmower. <sighs> or falling into a pit of lawnmowers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, in the, like in the movie. I want to know how he got them on that on that rig where they were hanging by barbed wire and they were unconscious. Yeah. How did that happen? And, like, what was the point? It was because he was abusing her. And it was that they had to either work together and both get onto the same barbed wire. Because the, the whole the rig would stop when one of the, uh, the handlebars that was covered in barbed wire was had no pressure on it. So like they either had to both get onto the same one or one of them had to drop. 
Then why were they kicking each other? Because she was... Because they weren't smart enough to think about that. That's the whole thing. Like, they're not smart enough to think about that sort of thing. And the it highlighted how he was abusive to her because he was trying to get her off. And she said, okay, fine. I'm going to, like... Because she, she was saying, like, help me get like get over here. And he was trying to kick her off. So she said, okay, slap. And he fell. And it was just like a... Like, it was just like a... Yep, we- I remember. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. But now she's not a victim anymore. But then Tamara's like, bitch... You could have gotten you could have gotten rid of him without having what, to go through a saw trap. You could have just broken up with him. Yeah, you could have just left. You didn't need all that. Yeah, and wasn't it? Who was it? Was it Leslie Jordan? Not Leslie Jordan. What's her name? Uh, 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 the from Ghostbusters. Leslie, what's her name? From SNL. It was not Leslie Jones. Was it Leslie? It, no. Oh, it was just some random random woman with a short with a it short. It was hand. not Leslie fucking Jones. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Leslie Jones, I'm sorry, sweetie. Leslie Jones would have not been in an abusive relationship. She would have kicked him off immediately without even knowing who he was. <laughs> <laughs> she would have been like, bitch, you can go. My hands hurt. <laughs> oh my god, no. Yeah, those movies, ugh. And you know what's funny? Looking back on those movies, it's so low quality. Oh, yeah, completely. So low quality. Because all their budget probably went into the prosthetics and all the yeah effects yeah 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 i think they stopped being good after two they stopped being good after yeah after two or three but they kept going so do you remember in i think it was like saw four when that one woman's uh scalp gets like ripped off no <laughs> yeah i remember On that. that note let's talk about statues of the week <laughs> 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 my wig <laughs> Of that didn't kill her. No, she got she she like stabbed herself on glass or something. She ran into a, a mirror. She got thrown into a mirror. Yeah, and that, she tried to kill the guy that saved her. But like that, like, he was told not to. And like that killed her. She bled out, I guess. But I, I guess it like cut an artery or something. I mean, also her scalp was like half off, so she was already like in an excruciating amount of pain. Mm-hmm. And that'll happen to you when you listen to all of our episodes. <laughs> we'll, we'll post a picture of her like after listening to my wig. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! Yes. Please don't! Please don't! We don't want to get too much. Oh my god! No, we might put it on the gram. No, that's <laughs> horrible. For listening to my wig. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! That's funny. Okay, well, so what's your snatch of the week? Okay, my snatch of the week is very self-centered. Um, I was on the news for twenty seconds, uh, lip-syncing for my life on the float <laughs> for Pride. Um, well, so what happened was. We were um, going down Fifth Ave, and the news sent the news people were at the very f- like start of the parade, where like they judged everything and they announced the floats, and like they had the camera and they had all the anchors sort of watching the tape of all the people going by and giving commentary on it. And at this point, there was a massive um, holdup at Eighth Street, all the way down at the bottom of the parade route. Because at 8th Street, everyone turns right to go past Stonewall. Mm -hmm. And it's a very small street, and they made it even smaller. And a lot of these floats were having trouble making it through. So, like, we'd be spending a good, like, minute and a half to, like, two minutes just sitting there doing nothing. Mm -hmm. And that happened to us when we were – when it was our turn in front of the news people. And we had a good, like, 20 to 30 seconds where, like, the person that was, like, off the side of, like, the the shot – 
um, with my float was like, the camera is still on you. Keep going. Keep doing something. And I was like, okay, I'll start lip syncing to the song that's going on in front of me and saying hi, happy pride. Like it was, it was a very spur of the moment. Just like you, like like don't stop, don't stop. And I, I remember thinking like, when is this camera leaving? When is this camera leaving? My wig is sliding off. <laughs> No, my wig my wig <laughs> <laughs> and like the amount of times my crown almost got caught on the little banner that was behind us i was so it was watch out for those limes too girl <laughs> slipping and sliding slipping and sliding like a little bobble wobble head all right so <laughs> what's your snatch of the week my snatch of the week is uh once again big brother uh it is week one and barely anything has happened and already there is a house guest named jack who is causing waves on twitter people have called the cops people have called the police about him being in the house why because he threatened to mud stomp the only black woman on the cast oh god for like no reason oh god he's decided that he hates her he uh and of course he's saying this in the confessional with screaming no he's this is on the live feeds he's just saying this to anybody else in the house. Oh, God. He's called her um, all kinds of names. He He's just like, he's just a douchebag. And have they um, given him the verbal warning yet on the... Um, we don't know what warnings he's been given or if he's been told to calm down. He was being a complete bitch to um, this girl, Kemi, because mm-hmm. he thought that she was going home so he could do whatever, but she's not. She was supposed to... Like, he was telling everybody, like... He was, he was telling the HOH um, to renom her after the veto gets used, uh-huh. but she decided that she didn't want to, and she renomed somebody else, so now he's stuck in the house with her after he's been treating her like shit, uh-huh. and everybody knows he's been treating her like shit, and everyone's also getting really tired of him. Why wasn't he put on the block? Because he was in an alliance with all these people. Oh, but they already but kicked him out. They're all getting so tired of him. Oh. Um, so, and there's a... Uh, trending on twitter hashtag fuck jack uh where it just shows all the clips of him being like a horrible person past house guests are even saying like he's one of the worst people that we've ever seen um, well, okay that it seems like that bar gets kind of lowered every single time we do the seasons i mean remember when we all thought that like paul and cody and like and christmas and and paul or josh and Josh was like all like the horrible people that we've ever, most horrible people we've ever seen. Raven like Raven's such a like a like a faker. Like Matt does nothing. Like all this and like yeah, this happens every year. Yeah, but I think are we getting to like BB fifteen level where like that girl? Yes. Yeah, ooh, it's, it's there. It's there. It's it's there. It's not ugh. at like I haven't actual, caught up. It's not like peak racism, but it's ugh. like the first person to get evicted from the house was black. The second person to get targeted was black. The third person that got targeted instead is also not white. So it's like, ew. Come on, y'all. <laughs> come on, y'all. Like, speak like, their, speak their language. Come on, y'all. Like, I get that there's a game going on, but also, like, think about the optics of what things look like. Yeah. To a casual viewer, this is going to look like racism. It seems like we're getting to this point in reality TV where, like, all the contestants should be more worried about the social media impact. If you're going to go on a show like Big Brother, you better be worried about social media impact because you're getting live feeded 24-7. Yes. If you want to just go and compete on a show with, and you don't really care about the clout, go do Survivor or go do Amazing Race because it all gets edited. They'll show you in one specific light. Yeah. They're not going to like make you look like a complete like 
like they'll, crazy person. Yeah, um, because then nobody will. Yeah, don't do the challenge. Don't do uh, Big Brother. Don't do. Um, I mean, like Big Brother is more time, less money, more exposure. Yeah, that's why they get all the people. Like, there's this girl in the house right now who said that she is a big fan of the game, but then she gets in there and all she's doing is cuddling with the asshole Jack and saying that her biggest dream is to be in a country music video. Like, get the fuck out and go to Love Island where you belong. <laughs> I mean, I'm realizing that in my, that as I because I turned 25 last week, I realized that like I'm in this point in my life where I'm in my mid 20s where I'm slowly starting to have less tolerance for like like people that waste my energy and waste my time and i'm just like eh. it's about time sis <laughs> thank you <laughs> um uh no but I, i'm realizing that i'm just like i would not do well on big brother because i would just not have any time or patience for anything mm-hmm. and i'd just be like yeah go do what you want to do i'll be over here i wouldn't see you winning i wouldn't i wouldn't make it to top eight i'd make it to top eight you'd make it to jury but you'd be like the first or second juror yeah just because you you really wouldn't have time for people, and you wouldn't you're you wouldn't you're like good, I've had pe- I've had people that you're like, good at coddling people and yeah. like giving them what they need for a time, yeah. But eventually, you're gonna get tired of it, and you're gonna yeah. snap. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Because I've actually I've had people tell me that like I come across as like cold or something like that, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, no, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a dork. And then it's like, no, like it's because of that lack of like, oh, you don't really have any time for anything. Mm-hmm. I, I, you could do Survivor, I think. No, I don't. I don't want to eat rats. They don't eat rats. They did that on one season. They eat rice. That's all they fucking eat is rice. <laughs> they did it on one season. Yeah. And that was our snatch of the week. Um, thanks for listening. If you can't find your wig after this episode, it's probably in that pile of mirrors over there. Um, you can email <laughs> us at mywigpodcast at gmail dot com and follow and message us at mywigpodcast on Instagram. And be sure to subscribe to my wig on Buzzsprout and Apple Podcasts. And remember to rate and review us. We can't scalp you unless you rate and review. You can follow. Oh, I like that. You can follow me on Instagram at Adrian. And me at everyone's favorite Isaac. And until next time, wig out, bitch! Nothing? Do you know what happens to a wig when it's struck by lightning? (laughs) Same thing (laughs) that happens to everything everything else. else.